Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Cyborg Cindy with me, Cindy Sue and Sale. And tonight I'm speaking to legendary musician Blondie McKinney. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting, and emotional development. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. To have um, Blondie Makene, legendary musician. He's a father of three. He's a traditional healer. And he's joining us on Sidebar with Cindy to speak about his life and his spiritual journey. I think as we celebrate Heritage Month, um, you know, it'll be great to hear. Um, how he embarked on his spiritual journey. And also towards the end of the show, we'll be speaking about um, the Tokozani radio tour and just how the songs have come about. So I'm very honored to have you here, um, um, Blondie Makene. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Cindy. Thank you for having me, Kaya FM. So my first um, um, you know, question, my, my, I'm always curious about people's childhoods. So um, you know, where did you grow up and, and how was your, your upbringing? <coughs> I... Um, I am my mother's fifth child, so which would make me her last born, but not my father's last born. <laughs> um, I'm born from a family of five siblings. Mm. Um, my two sisters, Phyllis and Pam, um, who are both musicians, and my two brothers, Clifford and Papa, who are both musicians. And I'm like the baby, 63, 64 year old baby. And also a musician. <laughs> Yes, we musicians. Um, we we got that from our dad. Um, sometimes people say to me, "Yo, Blondie was the first uh, South African to have a crossover hit," mm. you know. And uh, I look back and I said, "Yeah, I may have had a crossover hit, but my dad had a crossover performance." Wow. He was working with this choir, yeah, JJ Mazibugo from CWJ, mm. and uh, that choir was chosen to go and. Um, uh, perform with the um, Johannesburg um, Symphony Orchestra. Wow! Like those days. Back I mean, there, I mean, that was a big deal. So that was a big deal, and uh, I big up my dad, Peter Body. Hey, long live my father! Mm. Yeah, that's where I come from. Um, music has been in every space of my, even um, unphysical body. Mm. Yeah. And and you know, who did you look up to musically apart from your dad? Um, who who else? Which what kind of music did you enjoy at that age when you? I were? Uh, I didn't look up to anybody. I wasn't inspired by anybody. I can say I looked to you. You know, I was just born in the scenario where just music all over the place. Um, you know, even when you sing and your heart, and uh, it's not like people are gonna clap hands. <laughs> Nobody you just, you clap just do hands. it because you they're all heart. So mm. clap hands for what? Mm. You know. So yeah, I uh, I. <laughs> I just grew up in this kind of scenario. It was, um, it's totally amazing. But um, one day I went to um, Ilokuzan, what do you call it? Um, there was a function at one of the crutches in my township. Mm. And I was about nine years old or so. And I went there and uh, everybody was performing, doing things. And um, I realized that there was a spot there for a performance. <coughs> so I... Was I went there. I, <laughs> 
Can I say something? Something. And they say, okay, eh, nigging guy in love, cool love. Then I go on. My boy, you pop it up, up, up. You make my heart go giddy up, pop up, pop up. Ooh, you're not my life here, but up, up, up. I'm a olive I love you, I love you, I love you so. Don't you ever let me go. Oh, my boy, Lord. But the most amazing thing about this performance. That is beautiful. <laughs> what was really amazing was I got. And that was the danger. That's what really turned me on to music. That was the inspiration. The applause and, oh, and the adoration. It feels so nice. Mm, it does. Oh, my goodness. I think I like doing this. Mm. And yes, I've been doing that since. Wow. And then so telling your parents that, okay, this is what I want to do. I really, I want to go into the entertainment industry. I'm sure they were happy because they were in it already. Oh, 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 no, no, no. No? No, no, You go to school, my son. You finish school and then you do that stuff. But mom, I can do both of them. Mm. I, I, I got intelligence. No, no, no. But you go school. to school. Now... My hard head and this musician person inside me were like, I, Bonamo. I can imagine. If, my if mom, something is burning in your heart, yeah, you know. And my mom says, I can't do it. I say, okay, I'm not going to do school. I'm not going to do music. And three, I'm not sleeping in your house. In Zolunda, I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah. I used to look like, <laughs> can you imagine this bushy? When I was young, I was like really pink, you know. So can you imagine this? Colored guy, it can see uh, on 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 the le yeah the the where they sell um, amalat mm. that horse cut mm. yeah and I'm sitting with the guys there and Bafita that's what things are And your mom can just see her son <laughs> going by and being like you know like like looking like cold mm. you know and uh, yeah but someone one of my cousins came and said ah you can't live like this you can't do this to this family mm. you know you guys go to school. And, uh, yeah, I went back to school for a while and then my sister came and like, Blondes, I see you, you're losing out. Mm. So here's a band in Alexander that I want you to join. And then I went to join. And how old were you at the time? I was about 13. Wow. Yes. And, and what is the name of the band? The Movers. The Movers, okay. Yeah, they were one of the top bands then. You know, they were even Askoka, Sidasu, Soweto. When we sit here, we say, it's the Movers, the Movers, you know. They were quite famous. They had a couple of hits. And that's the band I went to join. And uh, that's the band that uh, gave me the crossover hit, Hopeless Love. Mm, and then perform Agupi. All uh, over. My first tour with them was, uh, we went down to Durban. Durban, we went to Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape, we ended up in Cape, in, in Cape Town. It was an amazing experience for a 14-year-old going on 15. It was totally out of this world. And were you prepared? Were you prepared for that life? I don't know. I just did it. I just did it. Um, you know, going through the country and seeing the different communities, how they get along, where they, the others live and the mm. others live and those kind of things that like kind of opened up my political consciousness mm. you know and um, when I go to uh, the Eastern Cape one woman uh, Loretta Macapella, Macapella took me into her house um, uh, because I was little and uh, after the show she realized that the guys were going to be going with their girlfriends yeah, well, and this thing, little yeah. boy is got, where is he going to so she took me into her house but my great experience with her is that she played music for me that uh, was 
we didn't have in South Africa. And mm-hmm. one of the songs was, mm-hmm. And another song was, to be young, gifted, and black. Oh, oh what a loving, precious feeling. There's a world waiting for you. Yours is a quest that's just begun. And when you're feeling you're low, there's that we can all be proud and say we are young, gifted and black, and that's a fact. Those are the songs that turn me on. My consciousness opened me up, and this one I just sang now became my my prayer song, and the other one became my "What Are You Doing" song. Beautiful. If they are selling it wrong with me, what are you doing? What are you, you doing? You rock star. Are you going to be dancing to American music on stage while your country is burning? You know, those are those two songs, mm-hmm. they were really important in my political consciousness. That's amazing. So if you've just joined us, um, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Fansel. I'm having a wonderful conversation with legendary musician, father of three, traditional healer. Father um, of nine. Father of nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. I'm Blondie McKenna. And you can call us on 086-00-00959 and the hashtags on social media, Sidebar Cindy. And you can also watch us on Kaya TV. So please make sure you've registered. Go to kayatv.co.za and, and watch um, Dati Blondie and I um, having a conversation. So I know that um, your wife passed away. Yeah. And that was a very dark time in, in your life and your daughters as well. You know, tell... I'm I'm so used to to hearing about wives or, or women losing their partners. It's it's rare the other way around, and it must have been really challenging for you. Well, she was my best friend. Mm. Mm. Um, she was my hope and inspiration, and uh, um, everything I wanted, I aspired for, always ended up with her and her children. Um, she she was my security in in every way. Um, um, I could I could be the best I could be on stage because she was there um, to make sure that home is solid. Mm. You know, and you need that, especially in your in your um, career. Trust me, trust me. Behind every successful man, there is a woman. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it was hard, and um, it was hard for all of us because I I thought I'd lost so much, and mm. I I forgot that my children also lost so much, mm. and um, I think somehow this way I lost the battle a bit. Um, Grief does that, <laughs> yeah. Because not only do you lose the person, but you also lose a lot of memories. People don't realize that when someone that you love and you've been with for such a long time dies. The memories go with that person. And even her friends. Mm. Um, you don't want to see her friends because they're going to bring back memories to you. Mm. So you just dissociate yourself from all, even some of the good things that would have been good for you at that point in time. You know, um, yeah, it was hard. 
Um, my daughter is still in the street. Um, she she's a drug addict mm. uh, since then. So you can see that the impact of her absence. It's like an earthquake. It's like an earthquake, Kesa. It's mm. like an earthquake. But we're still here, and um, we try to help her. Um, but uh, again, with drugs, until the person is ready, there's not much you can do. And um, I I. I feel sometimes good. I can't sit in my work and want to feel sorry for my daughter because then I'm not going to be the best in my work. I'm not going to impact. I will wait for her to make up her mind. I will keep on appealing to her. But if she's not changing her mind, I'm not going to sit in my space and upset everybody else around me because mm. my daughter is out there and she's not listening. I have to continue to live because she's the, not the only emergency. This whole country is in an emergency. Our children are in a state <clears throat> that is unacceptable it's you know we cannot go that way and therefore if i cannot win with mine i will struggle and win with those that are willing to change right now i will help others and maybe they will meet my daughter along the way and help her out and that's a difficult decision to make i mean letting go as a parent must be the hardest thing in the world it is quite hard you you, you sometimes seem heartless you Definitely, know. but a tough life sometimes is the best is the best way to go. And in terms of your support system, um, Dr. Blondie, who 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 keeps you going? Who supports you through all of this? Because it can't be easy. Right now, um, I have um, I have my my young wife, Melissa mm. um, and we have two kids with her. The one is six years old. And you've been one, married for how long to Melissa Um About seven. Seven, seven years right now yeah um, the other one is uh, two years old going on three is a boy mm-hmm. so yeah um, we welcome a little Makene out of uh, what um, seven girls and um, my late son and this new one so yeah he's come back to keep the name going and, and keep uh, you busy oh. two year olds are very busy <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm busy. It's him and it's the grandchildren, and it's quite busy and it's exciting. Um, I I wish this for a lot of other people in my life that you should yeah sit there and watch yourself going to hit that wall and you say, "Geez, was that what my mother went through?" It's oh, <laughs> you know, you look so at it and you don't <laughs> And so, would you say you believe in love? Are you a romantic at heart? I don't. I don't believe in love. I do love. Mm, I like that <laughs> because um, uh, when you believe, you assume love. Mm. You assume that ah, there is something. It can be. It's love. No, I do love. I do love. I exhibit love. Um, I exhibit gratitude and compliments. Uh, yeah, I exhibit love. Um, yeah. I may be a romantic. I think I am because now and again I remember to buy a flower. Or a chocolate. Or chocolate or something like that. Or when I eat, I say, I'll leave this for, for, oh, that's for so my sweet. baby. Yeah. That is so special. <laughs> and I suppose this is what gave you the courage to love again after, after um, you know, the passing away of your, of your first wife and after, you know, you separated from your second wife. You know, because yeah. you do love, you're able to try again. And- of course. And I let go of tomorrow because I don't want to treat the next relationship by the faults of the previous relationship. And we do that. <laughs> yeah. We do that a lot. Ah, we're in trouble. Ha, no, no. 
This one is looks like ah. This one is gonna do what you did ah. This one is look what he's gonna do what you did. Ah, I'm watching you. I'm watching. What are you watching, baby? I'm. I can see what you're thinking, and before you even do it, <laughs> I'm on to you. So, yeah. girl, I mean, it's, 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 it's insecurity. You're worried. You don't want to give too much of yourself. You don't know what to do. It's we all like that. Ah, shame. But yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, just learn to trust somebody. Um, young Njebo um tells me he says um. Being in love is not a feeling. He says it is a decision. Mm. I said, wow. And he goes on to say, Ketile, Ketile, Gikete wenantumbi, Pagati wabaningi, Gitanda wenawetoma, Upompampumandi, Guetali, so yeah, I'm a romantic well, Baby With the way that you sing I, I would I would, I would love to hear you sing like that all the time <laughs> I'm sure you serenade your wife a lot No I She's mine Don't have to say I serenade you Okay, but yeah. how? Romance at home, na corner Aye, 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 yeah, yeah. Romance, logo, bamana na machirindlini, u was sex na ayaye zagalentele ah abantu ana wakona. How do you guess? Ayaye, I'm joking. I'm sitting here thinking, no, he must. Be <laughs> but I don't serenade her. Why? But now and again, I just let go with a song. That's beautiful. I think now people, and people again. that love singing <laughs> break into songs spontaneously like you do. Not now and again, I do that for her. Okay. She's special. She looks after me. She looks mm-hmm. after my kids. Um, um, I one thing about me is that I wish all our women were not working because our kids are going the way they're going now because there is not one authority at home. All the people they stay with at home are strangers. Mm-hmm. You no, know, they can't get into their minds. So yeah, um, that's me, my that's old. That's thought. the old me. Mm. Yeah, children must be brought over. If 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 the men could afford to pay their wives for looking after the children and their homes, that would be a great. Yeah, idea. being a stay a stay at home mom is a it's a privilege. Yeah. It really is a privilege. Yeah. And still do your your own things in between mm. that. But I am secured that my kids, because you see, above the children, there is no God. Just like there is no God above the father, the the parents. That's the triad, the father, the mother, and the child. That is the whole of heaven. If we can contain this heaven and make sure it is looked after, it is in its space, and then we're not serving foreign gods. We're serving a living God. We're serving a God that has ears to hear. How do babies stop that? They stop that. When you say, honey, I think we should be moving this way. And she says, yes, that's a it's God true. who's listening. And um, I think we've gone astray because we've taken this, uh, the, the credits of this God, this family, and we've put it up in the sky or under the ground somewhere. So we've really lost track of the truth of who we are and how we are spiritually. But that's for another day, some other time. But on this Heritage Month, I wish people to know that my heritage is my kids. Mm. It's not only my kids, but it's where I come from. I am the living bones of the dead bones in the cemetery. I am the living example of those who were. I don't need to believe in anything except to know that I am that which I am. 
That's beautiful. We'll be back. We're taking a song break. So we're going to be listening to one of your songs. When we come back, we'll be chatting to your daughter, Latoya, just for a bit. Ooh, and then, of la. course, we'll be chatting about the work that you're doing, um, the songs that you've that you've put together, um, and, of course, the Togazani Radio. We'll be back after this. I love my city. I am Afropolitan. Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9. And that's a beautiful voice um, of Latoya Makene. If you've just joined us, um, you've listening to Saipat Cindy. If you've missed most of the show, you can go back to kayafm.co.za, go to FM Rewind and catch the podcast. We're also um, streaming live from kayatv.co.za. And I'm in studio with um, Blondie Makene. Um, um, Mkanyagude and um, uh, Big Easy. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking of your daughter right now. <laughs> we have her online. We have we have Latoya online. Oh Latoya, welcome to the show and thank you so much for making time for this. I know how busy it, your life is, especially being a mommy, running around and everything. So thank you for oh. sparing sparing ten minutes for 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 this show. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. You know, family is everything, and I would have loved to be there today. Uh, but yeah, this is the best I could do. Hello, Dad. Hello, so Latoya, during the during the song break, your dad was was singing along to your song Tonisela, a beautiful song. What inspired um your that song? It is literally everything that we are facing as a country right now. It's everything we have been through in these past few weeks with Uinene. Um mm. when we wrote the song, it was Karabo Mukwena who had just been murdered. And um I myself was feeling a little, you know, lost within my relationship and I was trying to find my feet. I had broken up with someone that I absolutely loved, mm. but you're not really sure why you've broken up. So music for me has been my only therapy. Mm. Um, through my breakup at that time with my partner, who I am now uh, married to, uh, it was music that healed my soul. Mm. And when he, he, I heard about Garabo's uh, death and all this uh, femicide that was going on and still is going on in our country, it really is a matter that is so, so close to home. And it's so mm. close to my heart because of my past experience and what I've been through that I literally carry this weight not on my shoulders, but very deep in my heart and in my soul. So music was the only release. It's my therapy. And this is how my dad and I wrote this song. Mm. Um, and the song is one of those songs that will be a song that we will forever carry through with us. Mm. I think forever. Mm. And that's, and that's, imp and that's important. I mean, I know that you share your story very openly um, because you want other women in your situation to know that there is a way out yeah. and you yeah. can get out of an abusive um, relationship. Yeah. Well, Cindy, uh, I, I, there was a time when they were much younger when I was a little more open, much more open about yeah. my story and where I come from. And then they started growing up and I felt like it's now time for me to shield them and to protect mm. them. I didn't mm. want the abuse to be their history and their past. Mm. I didn't want to also be the face of abuse, but you know, I also needed to realize that 
Yeah. People like me empower other women and we give other women the strength to walk away from unhealthy situations. Mm. Um, I think had I been a little more open with my children, then they would have probably been, they're very, very strong beings and strong children. Yes. Um, but I, I think I would have been just a step further mm. with them if I wasn't trying to mask and shield them from a past that was very real. Yeah. It is something that not only I experienced, mm. but they experienced it with me because they what happened but mm. I kind of I was okay with them forgetting about what happened and how my abuse uh, the abuse towards me affected them mm. um, but it's it's time now it's time to make a stand mm. it's time for us to stand together yes. as women as people as men and women mm. with our children and it's time for us to conscientize one another about mm. what is happening so that we can mm. together make a change in our country and yes. in the world. Yes. Great stuff, um, um, Latoya. And I know that you got sick for about three years after your mom passed away. And that yeah. was the beginning of your spiritual journey. So just tell us a bit about that before before we um, let you go. Well, it was very, you know, um, I think we weren't really <laughs> sure. No one was really sure about what was happening. I was just getting really, really ill. My family, my parents didn't know if I was dying, if I was living, um, what they needed to do for me because all the Western doctors were doing every single test you can think of, mm. MRI scans, CAT scans, like everything that should have been able to pick up what is going on with me. But every time the results came back clean until eventually um, my parents did what they should have done in the first place and that was go the traditional route and they went and we realized at that point that i have gifts that go far beyond um the gifts of this world but i think if i'm not wrong daddy correct me if i'm wrong um, my parents knew of these gifts that existed that I had, that I was born with for a very, very long time, I think they didn't think that it would affect me so soon and as young as I was in my life. So it was probably the furthest thing on their minds about what is actually making this child so ill. Mm. But we seek traditional advice, we seek traditional help. And um, it was a very, very defining moment when um, Ubaba, my, my spiritual mother, my spiritual father, um, uh, when her husband, who is a prophet, had a vision and as, as we were praying and when he shared his vision, I looked at my father and said, but this is exactly what I just saw. I just saw myself literally coming out of water and I, I had all these beads on me and all these cloths on me. So that was a short sign which because it, it 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 was my journey. Thank you so <laughs> and, much. And you know, at that time, mm. when you've been sick for as long as I was, it was very easy for me to embrace my gift. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is what's that's happening. all I need to do to get well. Then, then let me do it. I was tired of being sick. And how many years? But once you? the journey started, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't think I was ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> and how long has it been, Latoya? How long, how long have you, have you been walking this journey? Yo, 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 yo. How old am I now? I just turned 35. Did you look only face long? It put me a person and I was, what, 18, 19? Jesus. Thanks for some I was a, I was a baby. I twice said and I went on this journey when I was very young. So it's been many years.
Thank you so much, Latoya McKinney, for joining us. And um, yeah, all the best with the kids. I know that your kids keep you busy, so all the best with the kids this evening. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. Tell them Kulu loves them, eh? Oh, they know that. They're listening to it on the radio. Tell them yourself, Daddy. I love you guys. Mkulu Daddy loves you. Such a cool Mkulu Daddy. I would love to have you as my Mkulu Daddy. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Fan Sale. I'm chatting to legendary musician Blondie McKenna. We also joined by um, Peggy Zita and um, Kanya Gude. And they'll be speaking about um, the Chogozani Radio Tour. And I really want to give you an opportunity to tell us about the songs, what they mean to you, where, how they came about, and how you guys have collaborated, the three of you, you know, with, with the song Togozani. So I'll start off with um, Mkanya Gude. Deadpool! Chacha! Togoza, Togozani, boo! Kogona, boom, cool! Togoza, Togoza, Ikozi, Eliko! Sing if you gave me none, Josie! Kogona, boom, cool! Togoza, Togoza, Ikozi, Eliko! Sing if you gave me none, you know, in your space, he's yeah. a lot. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, he, he's main. He's main. <laughs> His energies are just, um, you know, positive all the time. And, yeah. you know, I think those are the kind of energies that brought us together that actually attracted me to him. And how did you meet Uplondi um, McKen? Um, um, through music and through the spirit of Ijozi mm-hmm. because there was a song one I think sometime last year when I was um, working on the yeah. album of Ijozi mm-hmm. um, so you know um, I, I had this specific song that I kept on hearing you know when I was producing it when I was um, writing it with my producer mm-hmm. I kept on hearing Mkulu's Blondie's voice I mean voice in it and I, I, I just couldn't understand why only to find that was actually my ancestors, you know, directing me to him and, you know, telling me that, you know, you need his voice, you need in the, in the his song. energy in mm. the song, you know, and, you know, I, by then I didn't have his contacts. So I had to actually hustle his contacts. And there was this, I think, three years ago when he was performing in somewhere in Soweto. Mm. And, you know, I was also invited there to perform and he performed and I was like, wow. That's Mkulu Blondie. I'm going to be sharing a stage with him. You know, so Blondie has always been a big name. Yes, we we all know that, definitely. Yeah, so when I was about to share the stage with him, you know, this excitement just, I was overwhelmed. Mm. And when I got on that stage, I made sure Gucci, he will not forget me. You know? <laughs> made an impression. He will never that's, forget me when I jump off the stage. He's not going to forget me. And And I made everyone in that space, in that stadium, you know, dance. Yes, I. You know, I did. Everyone just came through mm. and they were dancing. Mm. And I, I could see Mkulu Blondi was stunned. It was like, but who's this young guy? I want to know him. <laughs> <laughs> who's this young guy, you know? And, you know, from there, I think we exchanged numbers. And I called him, I think, a few months later to actually ask him if, you you know, it's possible for me to work with him on a song. Mm. The song that I was actually directed to, mm. you know, and Mkulu Blondi never said no. And I was like, yo, face. He just said yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just said yes. Can you believe that? So we need to make sure that we kill the song. Mm. We kill it. Mm. And when when he comes, he I know he's gonna he's gonna murder it. And then that's where our journey began. So the name of the song was Abalali Bakulmangan. You know, so it was a beautiful song. Abalali Bakulmangami Abalali Abalali Bakulmangami Abala so that was the song you know so it's got it's, it's got energy that song's got energy so when we sing it you know you can see the energy you know just i can feel it <laughs> so my journey with him began from there you know i think a, a year or two years ago and then there was another song that we had to do with um Begizita, but we couldn't do it. We couldn't meet because he was busy and I was chasing him, you know. And but because he was so busy, we could not meet. And it was frustrating me only to find, you know, Ezio's was saying, wait, because our time, time, our time is our time, you know. Um, God's time is the perfect time. So I'm glad it actually happened that way because, um, if it was not for um, Afro saving. Afro saving, you know, they actually made it official for us to can meet mm-hmm. in studio because they had an event that they were planning. It was about, you know, it was a documentary that they were su- shooting, mm-hmm. and it's um, hidden African stories. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to come and perform. Mm-hmm. They asked Kulu Blondie to come and perform. They asked Beggy Sita to come and perform because we are actually different. You know, our styles are different. <laughs> we are all musicians, but we are different. Mm-hmm. So, but then when they had a meeting, they called us in a meeting. You know, to come and discuss, mm. only to find the. It, it was not just a discussion; it was actually. <laughs> it was <laughs> saying. Yeah. And from there, that's when we initiated. You know, the working together and on this beautiful song. You know, called Togozani, and mm. you know, the, the song. I don't even know how it came about because I was driving when. I got the song. Mm. I, I was on the road driving, and then I just kept on singing the mm. song, and. You know, it was Pampina and on there I was like, This is the song that I must do with Mkulu Blondi and Mkulu Begizita. And I suggested that to Gogot Kaili and you know of Afro Civic and she made it possible so that we can meet and boom, we went to studio, you know, Maximum Styles Records and you know, I spoke to my producer. They came through Face. Face the music. Face is the producer. So we we spoke to him and then, you know, he made himself available in studio and then we were all there and the song came up well, we, we wrote the song we co-wrote the song yeah and face was also you know Pass, there with his energies the and you know uh, his musical intelligence mm. yeah That's so beautiful. yeah it was well we'll hard. take a listen to the song now yeah and um when we come back after after the song break we'll then speak about what you know the work that afro savvy has been doing and what it means for you guys and also just the previous the, pre- the previous song so this isn't the first song yeah. of Wungoma and yes. you know where's the where's the previous album how come it wasn't you know such a big hit so after this break on Kai FM 95.9 <laughs> That was beautiful. Yes, yes. That was lovely, Togozani. Beautiful song. You guys have beautiful voices. I absolutely enjoyed that. So before we continue and with you know with how the song came about and what it means, we have Uzanim Vula in studio. She's from Afro Savvy and she's you know she's going to tell us about you know the record label and and what that what what work has been done with her mom as well. So um. I know you as Gutsi, 
Everyone else knows you as Zanimbula. Yes. Nice to have you here. Hi, thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you for having us. So, Afro Savvy, um, 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 Zanimbula, where, 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 the record label, where did it start and what work have you done so far? It's crazy because it didn't even begin as a record label. Afro Savvy became as a hobby. It, it began as a hobby mm. of mine. Um, while I was still working, working for Afrobotanics. Um, it's something that was doing on, I was doing on the sideline. It was inspired by my mother's journey into African spirituality and, in, into African spirituality and, um, and her journey to becoming a traditional healer. Yes. And I had no understanding of what anything to do with African spirituality was mm. before, before my your introduction mom's. into it through her journey. And it was, it was a, a, a lot of revelations for me and it was something that I felt was important for people to understand. Um, so I just started to, you know, put bits of information out there, things that I was learning um, as I was documenting her, you know, her journey. And, um, and, and you know, changed all of my social media handles to Afro Savvy and I deleted all of my personal content and started to just focus on actually getting that information out there because it's something that, you know, people are so deprived of that kind of information. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's how it came about. It just grew. It, it just started to grow on its own. It kind of took on a life of its own, and um, and it, it branched into a, a bunch of different departments. Music is now something that we're heavily into because of the wonderful people that we were led to um, th- during this journey. Um, we do a, you know photography, film, working on a documentary called Africa's Hidden History, um, and the music also was a part of that because we wanted to have authentic music. Mm. We didn't want to just source music from you know other spiritual. Um, um, musicians we wanted to have something that's authentic and that gives people a real vibe of what the sound is you know when you enter that space the drums the singing the voices the the soul that's in there the spirit and 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 the love and the light and so that's you know everything kind of has you know kind of taken shape um as we're going along so it's still a learning process for us as we're trying to teach we're learning as we're teaching so it's something that is is, it feels like a community at this point and um so we're enjoying it we're enjoying it it's a team it's a it's a team effort and it's growing it's growing that's well well done (laughs) 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 before before you before you before you go and before i continue with um um i know that i mean i went to visit your mom um um, where where she was staying and you were there and you, you mama was gone for a long time and you had to basically just take over and and be a mommy in inverted commas for the time that she was away Mm. and was that difficult for you it was difficult. It was difficult. Also, I, you know, I just come out of. Um, I just gotten back from the UK, and and it, I was just learning. I was learning, and um, because she was t- she was now in a different space, and you know, completely mm. see her at certain points. And I mm. remember your visit, and I even recorded the conversation mm. that you guys had because it was such um, a fulfilling conversation just for me. I learned so much. Um, yeah, it but it grew me. It grew me, and it, it made me independent in different ways. And I learned a lot, mm. so I really appreciated that time because you know it was it was now time for me to have space to really also introspect and. Um, and, and really reevaluate my life and kind of figure out where it is that I'm going as an individual without my mom there to hold my hand and guide me. So um, it's it, it's been it's it's been a growing experience. And I'm really so proud of you. It. I'm so Thank proud of you, Zanimbula. So where can we find you? Where can we find you in social media? On what? social media, we're live right now. We're Afro Savvy at Afro Savvy on Instagram at Afro Savvy Afro underscore Savvy on Twitter, mm. and we are Afro Savvy on Facebook. And we've just started a YouTube channel where we're put posting um, information and interviews from different traditional healers and their experience in in the space and their journeys. And you know, we found that there's a lot of uh, healing that 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 people get from hearing, you know. 
other people's stories yes yeah. you know things that they can relate to it might not necessarily be exactly you know what it is that you know the the, the mainframe of what people think yeah. you know this journey is about so it's just about opening it up so people can come in and also form that that diverse community of you know the different um, experiences that people have within this African spiritual space thank you so, so much yeah, we're Afro Savvy on YouTube as well. Subscribe to the, to the channel. Great stuff. No, thank you so much. So before the show ends, we have to hear from Upe Gizita. Um, your journey, how was is, how is your spiritual journey? Yo, that was amazing and difficult at the same time. Uh, because the first thing that was difficult, it's my partner that mm-hmm. was training me. Uh, by then, Bogu Nkoskaz. And it was confusing at time. I can because now <laughs> I can't you know, imagine. You, know, you 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 don't understand when oh. is it a partner time or mm. when is it ubaba? And there was a time when we were driving and I was like, no, we need to just get this straight. Then when we go out of home into a car, then you become a baby. Then when we go back singing again, then you become ubaba because now. This time I'm talking to you, and then it's mm. now changing. It's no longer oh baby, so go baba. Mm. And then now, now I need to go to Goza. Mm. And then now Mugu is Katsaga baby holding hands. It's Gabon. Then it was, yeah, it was confusing. But I think in the young legale like a cool good thing, cool. My figure glass cover in Guso Wamanji. And then I'm grateful. I've went through that, and I think it has also shaped me to be a better person, mm. you know, than who I was at, at before. And I think one thing that Ipeso does to you, it strips you naked, and it it reflects who you are really to yourself. You can't hide you, anyway. You, you 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 can't. And 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 it's also in terms of your perception, how you look at it, because it also grows you. Mm. It helps you to be true to yourself mm. and it, it it teaches you so many things because of what when you also look at other people's journey and you when they come in in, in a person mm. i'm better then though it, it still continues and from primary standard one until high school being I didn't find myself having that was your your life. Yes, yes, yes. Because being say alone a canyon, a carter, a Alex High, then Kulela Amakono was and then from there it was just Mkulo a Petweni Avantona and now these great guys amazing wonderful men and we're looking forward to more music from you guys but before we wrap up the show I mean we're having such a great conversation um Tete Blondie you've you've done songs of uh, of Ubungoma before you have an album yes a previous album when did that album come out and how come we didn't hear about it it came out in 1998 Mm. and um I think it just came out at um uh, it was kind of badly timed um, Gallo was changing over uh, from one company to the other, the CEOs. So the people that believed in what I recorded, they actually were not in the space uh, after I mm. got in to be able to help me. So that dream just went with them. And uh, yeah. Um, but are those songs still available? They are available on, um, on, on, on um, um, the internet. Okay, the name of the album? 
it says Tunya Sami by Blondie Makene. Mm. Yes, um, um, I did that for for people like us when you come out of Pilkwini and uh, you get into your house somewhere in the suburbs or somewhere far away <laughs> on the mountain and there's no music to play. Come All on. those drums you used to have back where you come from mm. are not there anymore. That was supposed to be for that. But also we cannot say to the radio, you're not playing our music too much because if they give us a program of Abangoma songs, how many of these songs are out there? Mm. How long can you sustain a program like that? Mm. So we are here saying, Guti, anybody who is inspired to write, please write. Let's develop this content. South Africa mm. needs its own idiom, linguistically, rhythmically, melodically. We need to hear ourselves. We need to understand that hip hop is not, uh, is not a, yeah, how we mark yeah. ourselves to be. We have something deeper than, than hip hop, mm. something where hip hop comes from, where classics come from, where jazz come from. We are not just the cradle of humankind. We are the cradle of song kind. That's true. Thank, thank, thank you so much. So before we wrap up, like 30 seconds of you guys singing <laughs> before we end the show. Yeah, <laughs> Boko kona bomkulu Thank you. 95.5. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. on Sidebound. Love you. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.